Joy seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor, and I'm your host for today. I am so thrilled about today's program because today we are going to talk about the wounded spirit. Now, why does that make me excited? Because what I know is that you can go from having a wounded spirit into a place of transformation, into a place of joy. It is possible. And the reason I know it's possible is because it's not only been my journey, but it's been the journey of our special guest today. It is my pleasure to welcome Doug Carragher to the show of Wounded Spirits. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Deb. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, this is just I mean, phenomenal, because we need to talk about the fact that you don't actually live in northern Minnesota, so we're experiencing snow right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is the maybe the polar opposite. I live in South Carolina. Yeah, and I even had to buy a jacket because it's... <laughs> that South Carolina winter jacket is play compared to what you need here in Bemidji. Yeah. Well, and actually, the reason I bring this up is, to me, this was almost an analogy of what happens when people have a wounded spirit and are trying to Mm. find their way to joy. Sometimes it can feel cold and it can feel shivering, but the good news is like we have the warmth and the blanket of Jesus Christ to just wrap ourselves in. Oh, thank God for that. And I, right. Absolutely. And we know that hope is coming. Yeah. We We know that the snow melts here just so you know. know. Oh yeah. (laughs) And we know that we have our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. Doug, I want to start with how wounded spirits we're going to talk a lot about Wounded Spirits, which is an organization that yeah. you founded. So let's talk a little bit about that, but then let's talk about how you even got to this place. Well, again, I, I just want to say thank you to Deb. I got to meet Deb the other day. She helped facilitate a wonderful leader type of meeting here in town. And just thank God for your sister. I believe God used that meeting. I believe God's using you. And Wounded Spirits was uh, so like you, like many people who are listening to us, there's tough things that happen out here in the world. For me, I had a buddy die in my arms, and uh, as a result of that, his blood going down my throat, those terrible things that happened in the Army with that, as a result of that, I found myself suffering from PTSD. And uh, as I suffered from those things, and along my journey, I got saved, and I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and it's like, you know what that's like, it's like, whoa, whoa. You know, this is great. I'm saved. And and I still had some of these problems in my journey. So God just put it on my heart. Start looking up those things you are going through, you know, being suicidal and and, uh, dealing with guilt, dealing with all these different things. And you know what I found, sister, is that everything I looked up, Deb, was in the Bible. Everything I looked up, God gave us answers for. So I wrote down about a thousand pages of different things I had looked up, and and, and God just did a work in my life, and He and He healed me, and and uh, I'm so thankful for that. And then I wanted to help other folks. So as folks came along, I would share notes with them, and from that it turned into a book, Wounded Spirits: A Biblical Approach to PTSD, and then. And then from that, it turned into a camp and workshops and going into different places and being in places like Bemidji and and just letting folks know, listen, we know you're hurting. We know what you're going through. Deb has been there. I've been there. A lot of us that are listening today have been there. But what can I tell you? This is what I want to tell you. It's no surprise to God. God's got it covered. And uh, we realized that, that God wanted us to go out and help folks dealing with PTSD, 40 million Americans, people, uh, people in our cities, people in our homes, our neighbors. And God has answers for them. So that's where it came from. We officially became, we broke from another ministry. I'd worked for years for a ministry called Armed Forces Baptist Missions. And we broke out of that and became our own ministry about two years ago. We're a 501c3. Our whole goal every hour of every day is to help people with PTSD. 
And that's where we're at now. Wow. It just is so amazing. And there's so many things that you've said that are already sticking out to me. One phrase I love is God did a work in me. Yeah. And I think until people truly understand the transformation that happens when you know the Lord. Yeah. They don't, there's like that little piece missing. And so one of the things you and I have talked about, I believe that was on Saturday, is you can go to therapy and for some that is, I mean, a necessary step. For me, that was a necessary step. Absolutely. And we might put these tools in our toolbox, but unless we have the tool of Jesus Christ working and transforming that little link without that link, a complete healing and transformation does not take place. Right. And, and Deb totally gets this. And I love hearing about her walk. She gave me some of her testimony on Saturday. And, and I'm telling you, God ministered to me through that. And it's this whole idea that we all have this emptiness inside of it. And only God can fill that emptiness. And we look to fill it. You know, we, and those of us listening, and certainly I've been there, we look to fill it sometimes with immorality and all the terrible things of this world. But God's saying, why don't you come to me? You know, and once we go to him, exactly what you were saying, once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have membership in the greatest eternal club there ever will be, there's ever going to be, and we have all the benefits of that membership. We have the benefits of walking with the Holy Spirit of God in our heart saying, hey, Doug, get right. We have the benefit of the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, telling us how we should be guided, how we should do things. And before we started on this radio show, I was pretty amazed that uh, my friend over here, Deb, was talking about how the Holy Spirit guided her to write a book and to make this journey. And, And folks, we're living a journey right now. You know, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, our ministry begins. It's different for everybody, but we have a ministry day one. And what we do with that is how much God means to us. And if we can take Jesus Christ and accept him as being our God, and he is, our true and living God. I used to have a seminary professor who said this, Debbie said, you know, either God is a a liar, a lunatic, or the Lord. And he's the Lord. The Bible proves it. Does the Bible say he's God? It does, and it proves it. And so when we accept that, when we have something bigger than ourselves, when we can look to God, I mean, things change. And I think that's where Deb's at. And I I would recommend to the folks listening to the radio, man, when you get that piece right, when you fill that God-sized hole with God, things change. Amen. Amen. I mean, we could go on and on. I want to talk a little bit about the shame that often comes with PTSD yeah. because I think about these cycles that we often go through and I'm saying we, I, I don't mean right. to necessarily say you have this, but I, most uh, people no, that I have PTSD, shame. right? Yeah. We get the shame cycle yeah. going on. And I know for me in the beginning, before I could completely understand it, that often kept me from full relationship with God. My shame, I, I talk at, at some point in, as I'm speaking to people about, I literally felt like I was naked and had nowhere to hide. Mm. Because at that point, I knew God saw me. But what I was making up in my mind is I was seeing God saw me and the things that I had done that were not right. Instead, once I got to know the Lord, I said, no, what God saw me is he said, my child, let me love you. Come to me. Let me just flourish and, and pour my love on you. I see this horrible trauma that you've gone through. I see the pain. I see the suffering. I have been with every tear. I call it the tear-stained pillowcase. Yeah. I have been with, with you all the way, and I love you. Wow. And, man, there is this distinction between shame and there's, there can be conviction of the Holy Spirit because that's the stuff we do, right? Yeah. But the trauma that happened was not our fault. That guilt and that shame. But man, can the devil try to use that to keep us from he God's does. full and immersive love? 
Yeah, and there's so much in what you just said in the question there, and shame. And shame is so big, especially for those of us with PTSD. So we look at shame, uh, honestly, as, you know, there's some guilt involved with that. There's some apathy. You know, we have this shame. We say, I can't believe I allowed this to happen. I, I can't believe I didn't stop this from happening. I can't believe, you know, all these different things are going through the mind. I can't believe, like, I'm working with a lady with my wife right now, and this poor lady had been assaulted and, and hurt. And one of the first things she came out with is, you know, I did this wrong. I No, you didn't. And there's no shame in that. It doesn't matter how she was dressed. It doesn't matter where she was. I mean, we're human beings when we get to make choices. And, and you know, this thing, this guilt comes along. And this is what I found out, Deb, that's really helped me with my shame is there's a couple kinds of guilt that bring this shame on. One of it is this conviction. If we look at guilt from conviction, that's a really good thing. That's where God came to Doug and said, Doug, you need to be saved. That's where God comes to Doug and says, boy, you need to treat people better. You need to treat your wife better. Doug, you need to do this to make this step in your next step in your relationship. That kind of guilt is wonderful. But then there's a guilt that comes from the devil that we call condemnation. And I'm here to tell you the devil will condemn you over and over and over and over. He'll say, well, remember what you did on March 14th, 2010, and, and this was your fault, and you're not worthy of serving God. I can tell you without even asking Deb that a thousand times the devil has told her, you're not worthy to have a radio show. A thousand times the devil has told you, you're not worthy to write a book. You're not worthy to be talking about those things. And friends, I'm here to tell you, we're not here on our own worthiness. This isn't about ourselves. We're, we represent God. We've been bought with a price, the Bible says. You know, the blood of Jesus Christ has allowed us to be here today and, and talk to you folks on the radio. So it's not about shame that the devil can give me. The devil has no dominion over me. I'm sealed with the Holy Spirit of God. And if I let the devil sneak in, and we all do a little bit, but then we stop and say, no, devil, you need to get behind me. Now, there's no shame after I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And God does this other great thing, Deb, and I know you know this. He, he takes our sin and he hides it as far as the east is from the west. They never meet each other ever again. The devil wants to say, well, remember that sin way back before you got saved? And God's saying, no, uh, no, sir, you don't need to remember that. No, ma'am. I put that as far as the east is from the west. It's time to move on for God. And and, and so, folks, I just want to tell you this this morning. And, and, and Deb was just saying this before we even got going today, how the Holy Spirit did a work in her, her life. And I want to tell you, God can do a work in your life when you push the devil out of the way and you give God the keys. It, you know, God's not our co-pilot. God's our pilot. God's our leader. He's the one. Uh, and so amen. he takes away that shame. Yes, he does. Amen. I love that you are bringing this up because I do think that this reminds me of being fully present every day with God. Yeah. Because the more we strive to seek him every single day in every single moment and let him be the pilot, right? Because yeah. how many times do we want to take the control back? I know. We, it's like God's got the, the, he's, you know, going, the plane's going, and then we're like, oh, no, just a minute, let the co-pilot. It's yeah. like, really? I mean, God's like, really? That's just crazy, right? It is. But we try to do it all the time. And I know that is actually my devotional yesterday that I was reading, and it said, my beloved, oh. this is just a reminder to always put me first. Mm-hmm. Always invite me into every decision. Always invite me before you are going to make a decision. Because when you invite him in and he continues to pilot like he should be, yeah. but it's he hasn't gone anywhere, right? Right. It's about us saying, yeah, this is your pilot speaking. Let's, you know, <laughs> sit, sit down and do not remove seatbelt and, and he will be responsible for the oxygen mask. Thank you very much, right? Yeah. And, and remember, we're supposed to do it for ourselves first, right? Before we are. other people. 
My gosh, we've got so much more to talk about. We are chatting with Doug Kerriger of Wounded Spirits Ministries. We have been just talking about PTSD, a little bit about what it is, what it looks like, the impact it's having in our lives. When we come back, we are going to start talking about how this ministry is working, how you can be a part of one of their retreats, and how you can continue to be transformed in your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. We'll be right back after this pause. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy and Live Joy, Share Joy. I like to be infused with joy all the time. Every Monday through Friday, I do an Infusion of Joy video on Facebook and Instagram. I cover a topic related to joy and provide insights, perspectives, and distinctions, as well as offer an opportunity for you to continue digging even deeper into your own joy. Make sure you're following me on the Life Full of Joy Facebook page and on Instagram at Live Joy, Share Joy. Realtors Noemi, Harry, and Abby of Team Aylesworth with Real Living First Realty are here for all your real estate needs in Bemidji and the surrounding communities. Whether you are looking to purchase a home or looking to sell, call the award-winning customer service team to help. Please contact Noemi at 218-760-4689 or click the link for Team Aylesworth on the Business Impact Partner page at yourqfm.com. Team Aylesworth with Real Living First Realty, where you are their priority. This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. We are talking with Doug Carriger of Wounded Spirits Ministry. Doug, thanks again for being here. This has just been amazing. So we've been talking about how PTSD affects people, some of the symptoms, some of the impact on our relationship with Christ. Now let's talk about the healing and restoration. Let's talk about what you're doing in this ministry to help people. Well, thank you. Thank you for that wonderful opportunity. We know that folks get help in a community. A community like yours, listening to this uh, radio broadcast right now on your radio station is a community. It helps people. And we found when we bring people together with this common idea of seeking what God can do for them in their PTSD, he can do an awful lot. So we hold workshops, we hold camps, we hold retreat. We have books available. Helpful Wounded Spirits is out there on on Amazon right now. We have uh, Wounded Spirits, a biblical approach to PTSD out there on Amazon right now. But some of the greatest benefits uh, we find are face-to-face meetings, retreats and workshops. And we're here in Bemidji and and October 3rd through 7th, we're actually having a, a retreat right here in Bemidji, Minnesota but around the country, for those listening around the country, uh, we have a workshop that begins on March 14th in Ringgold, Louisiana, right down the road from Shreveport. And what an opportunity that is. Just a great camp. And what happens during these workshops, kind of like uh, what we were talking about with Deb, is putting God at the wheel. So at the workshop, you'll come in uh, on a Monday night. We'll have supper together. We'll sit down, review some of the information we're going to go through. We always have a little bit of a concert 
And then starting Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we break out the ladies from the gentlemen and we deal with issues of PTSD and how they're affecting our lives and what work that God does. So we will cover a subject, let's say one of the most terrible subjects we deal with and very relevant today. Our number one subject that we deal with is people who've been abused as children, as adults, and things of that nature. So we'll cover that subject. And then we'll do what we call a case study right there at that workshop, right there at that retreat. We'll bring up somebody from years ago or somebody that doesn't exist that went through this and how can we help them with biblical answers, the answers we just looked at in the Bible. And boy, does God use that to help each other. All of a sudden, you know, a light goes off. That's what happened in my life as I looked up these things. I said, God, that verse was just for me. And then we'll go to the next subject. And, you know, the second biggest group of people we see are those military folks and those first responders. And boy, they have to deal with the death and all these different things every single day. And, and, and we'll start dealing with what God has to say about them. And God loves these people who serve the communities, who uh, serve their country and, and things of that nature. And we look at those verses that will help them. And so we break into a case study again and we say we have, you know, Deb, a policeman, and I'm just using that name, has been through this. How can we help Deb? And so then they're, they're forced to go back into the Word of God. And somewhere along the way, a couple of people raise their hand and say, God wrote this verse for me. And I'm here to tell you, folks, he wrote it for every one of you. So we we hold these workshops, we hold these groups, and we hold it as a way of continuing education as well. So about half the people who come to these workshops, who come to these retreats, come there for the specific reason of seeking help themselves. And then about half the people come, and they want to say, man, we want to make a difference. We want to help other people. We want to have a group. So we literally have 42 groups right now around the United States that meet like every Thursday night, Sunday morning for Sunday school, wherever your group meets. We send out a video. They watch a video. They can do it on their own. They have discussion. There's usually donuts and coffee because everybody knows that makes things better. And from that, people are in their community, are around to sit around, and, you know, it's free from guilt. No one's going to share any information. It's just about God doing a work through people and helping each other out. And you know what, Deb, when you get that community, and you know what it's all about. You've started a community here. You have a community of people that find help from you, from God, through you. And that's what it's all about. And that's what we try to do, to go to these cities and hook up with churches and hook up with like groups and 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 set up these communities where people can go, where they can call their leaders and say, you know, Deb, I'm having a real bad day. How did you get through that? And that's what this is all about. So look us up on WoundedSpirits.com. There's retreats all over. We're adding some every day. We have a daily podcast called Helpful Wounded Spirits. You can download it anytime after 3.30 in the morning. And it comes on Monday through Friday. And we talk about the things facing this world. Right now, there's a lady and I, and a lady who's watched her husband get moderate, shot down right in front of her at Point Blank Range in Cameroon, Africa, escaped with eight children. And how God has done a work in her life. And right now we're going through the book of Proverbs and saying, what does this mean to those of us with hurting hearts? And certainly, and, and something my dear sister said a little while ago is, everybody's hurting. Everybody's going through junk. So when you can look at the scripture in that context and say, God, how can you help me with that? And so we do that every day. And some more great news is we did a TV show and uh, our, our photographers, our videographers, and uh, our producer worked on things like Facing the Giants and uh, the Prayer Room and Overcomers. And so that group of people has put together a 43-minute TV show. It should be showing up on Prime by the end of March. It's called Helpful Wounded Spirits. It's definitely going to be on the WoundedSpirits.com website the minute it comes out. It's 
12 episodes, and we just want to be part of your community. We want to help. Uh, so go out there and look where we're going to be. Right now, we're showing things for Bemidji. We're showing things for Ringgold, Louisiana, which is right next to Shreveport. We're showing things down in Wisconsin, and uh, we plan to add 17 or 20 more before the month is done where we're going to be around the country. And if you're somebody who wants to talk with me and talk about the possibility of bringing this into your community, just get a hold of us at WoundedSpirits.com, and we'll call you right back. Yeah, amen. And and I can attest to this incredible work you've been doing. I mean, you've been literally going around meeting with people, uh, letting pastors know about this amazing work that you're doing, letting communities know. And one of the things that I think is so important is let's talk a little bit about the impact. You and I, you've shared some of the stories of people who've been impacted by going to the retreat. I, I sometimes don't like using the word success stories because like, yeah, what is that? How do we define success? But like, can we talk about an impact? impact story, maybe something that you've just seen come out of the retreat that you're like, wow, this was even bigger than I could have even seen coming. Oh, sure. And one of the great stories I have is a couple. Uh, Just to look at it from a couple, husband comes to a PTSD retreat. He's a veteran. He's suffering from PTSD, complex PTSD, not only seeing people die, but uh, working funerals, working with people. And, And I mean, it just brought him down. He comes to a retreat. He gets saved. Uh, starts going to Bible college. His wife shows up, military sexual trauma, what she went through on the battlefield, and shows up at the next year's retreat. Now, both of these people have uh, Bible college educations. Both of them are in the ministry. Both of them are out helping people. And what God did in their life to completely take them from a place of being suicidal, having plans on how to kill themselves and kill each other, having a plan on how to leave this world, and, and God completely turning that around because we know, Deb, that suicide is not of God. Uh, to the contrary, God wants us to have an expected end. And, and, and I love over there in Ecclesiastes 7 where the Lord says, why are you leaving before your time? Why are you doing this? You know, God gives us. So, so the book of Acts says that we know the beginning and we know the aft. We know the end. We know the beginning and the end of our life here on earth in Acts 17. God does. But he gives us this free will. And out of, in the middle of this free will, he's saying, but why would you do this? Trust me. And friends, let me tell you this, and, and I thank Deb for asking the question about impact. I think as of last year, we've had 300 people give us handguns, give us plans, give us knives and say, I was going to kill myself. And then I realized how my value, how much my value was to God. And folks, one thing I want to say, if you're suicidal out there, whatever you do, get a hold of Deb, get a hold of this program, get a hold of people immediately, call medical professionals. Suicide is a temporary thing. It's it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And you're bringing no glory at all to God. It's against God's will for your life. But when you come out that other side, when you have that semicolon in your life that says continued, Boy, I'm telling you what, man, God does a work when that semicolon shows up. And uh, what he can do for you after you get that semicolon changes everything, Deb. And so we just want folks to know that, hey, God has a plan for you, and we can help you find that. I love this. And, I'm, of course, my mind's going to, oh, what a great idea for a blog, beyond the semicolon. Yeah. And, yeah I may write that just so you know. Yeah. Because for me, I mean, that was a piece of my life. I mean, I was literally down on my knees begging God to give me a sign if he wanted me to live. And I am literally down on my knees. You you probably don't know this piece of my testimony. And I heard an audible voice say, I've put the people in place to help you. Now use them. Wow. I love that. that, I mean, I got the goosebumps just going back to that moment because it it, it was so real. And it is so real. And, And what I also know is that what you're saying is the truth. God wants us here 
And we are really here for God's glory, right? Like that's, that, right. that's why we yeah. exist. And each one of us who's gone through this journey, who has come out of the other side, yeah. uh, we are now in place and God is using it for his good. You know, I, I talk a lot about Romans eight twenty eight because I do believe that God will use our experiences, what has happened to us for his good, his glory, and to help others. Yeah. That's the piece of getting, we have to get to this point, right? Because then he just turns and uses it all. Right? He does. He does. And he's used it in my life. It's it's funny, but Deb and my story are very similar. And probably with a lot of you listening today, it, this is resonating with you. And, and, and there's one common thing that we share here in this room today is we've accepted God's plan for our life. And, and folks, I you know, this isn't some high in the pie magical type of thing. It's so much bigger than that. I mean, it's it's God's in the house. And, <laughs> and when God gets in the house and he's in your heart, things are different. Relationships change. Life's change. And all of a sudden, your thought system, you're not, you're not fixating on something that happened 10 or 20 years ago. Now you're saying, God, how can I bring you glory today? How, how can I be a better employee for my boss? How, how can I be a better husband or wife? How can I be a better mom or dad? And, and that's what God does in our life. He completely changes things. And when we get to that point, and that's what we look for at these workshops. And we, and we provide this continuation where we call people and we hook them up in mentor groups because we believe that God's people uh, can do anything God wants them to do on this earth. It's biblical. It's out there. I've seen God do a work in people that's beyond anything I could have ever thought of. And uh, just hearing Deb's story, that this is beyond things that would ever come to my mind. But once God saved you, you're like, yeah. I've been there, you know, Amen. He, he's done that to me. Or, uh, you know, I remember one time I, I got off an exit and we were working on this wounded spirits thing and my car was messing up. It's like it had bad gas or something. I'm like, boy, I got to get to this next town. And I get off this exit and I go in and I, I have some lunch and I'm sitting there. I'm talking to this lady and this gentleman, and this lady gets saved. And this gentleman starts talking about God. And I told him there's something wrong with my car. I got to go back out to my car. And uh, I think I need to get some dry gas or something. There's some bad gas in there. I went out to the car. It started. And I went a 1,000 miles that day. There was nothing wrong with the car. Just God has a plan. Sometimes he takes us off an exit for a little while. Yeah. Amen. Oh, my gosh. It's so true. Doug, I feel like we could talk like we could yeah. probably do five of these shows like there's yeah. so much to talk about unfortunately like so many things there's this little limit of time which i don't yeah. like those constraints at times yeah. but it is let's remind people october 3rd through 7th there is a wounded spirits retreat happening right in bemidji minnesota yes um for those who may be near the shreveport area i mean that's the one march 14th right but all of this is available on your website uh wounded spirits.com yes ma'am and we want to invite people to go there because Please. there's tons of great resources. Yeah. You've got resources on Amazon, resources on the site. And we want to remind people that there's hope in Jesus Christ. There is. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Doug, for joining us. Thank you for establishing this ministry that I know is just helping so many people. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's absolutely. Been it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. And God's blessings to you moving forward. We want to thank all of you for listening. We also want to thank Philip Elke for engineering our program today. We want to remind you to live joy and share joy. This is Doug. Deb McGregor. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.